There we go. Um, yeah, my friend Dave, he brought him in. He was doing like these midnight movies uh, at a local theater in Elyria, and he brought him in for a screening of um, Poultry Geist, his new his new movie. And uh, he was there, you know, in person. And wow, I don't think he like did autographs. I'm not sure about that, but he was still there, introduced the film, and answered questions. You know. Yeah, I was. Uh, um, I, I knew what I was getting in for when I first started, and uh, yeah, but wow. He just goes over the top and uh, yes, yeah. I, no. I, that's why I'm, you know what I got out of it is it's almost like a slap in the face to the, the woke culture and everything else that's going on. I mean, he definitely had those things that was inserted in that film that you're like, Oh, that's absolutely a response to bullshit that some of us think some of this stuff is. So, and uh, yeah, that's what I got out of it. I mean, if there was any kind of social commentary that you can say about Shakespeare, oh, yeah. but I, I got that out of it. That it was sure. just like a slap in the face to the, some of the bullshit. You know? Yeah. And, oh, exactly. Uh, yeah. This is going to be a fun show. I mean. I think so. I think so. Hello. Oh, hello, Mr. Kaufman. How are you doing? All right. How are you today, sir? Very uh, honored to be on Heavy Metal Podcast. Yes, sir. Um, Mark had to step away for a moment. He'll be right back. And I'm the co-host, Chop Top, on the show goes by. So, yeah, we're uh, we're very excited uh, to have this uh, this opportunity to speak with you as well. well thank you, Chop Top. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm going to save it for the show, but I did – it was – uh, horror convention, Horror Hound 2018 in Cincinnati, Ohio. I actually met you briefly. I uh, shot down the hallway and you were getting ready to head out of the hotel and uh, you gave me, uh, took a couple selfies with me and stuff. And I remember that was, you took at least, you were gracious enough, took that time to do that. And that was uh, so much fun and had some real funny faces on there. So just want to say that uh, shout out. Thank you for that opportunity. Well, thank you. I remember that very, very well. <laughs> yeah, how can you forget it? How can you forget this mug, right? Jesus, look at this. Put him, <laughs> Uncle Lloyd. It is so nice to meet you. <laughs> there he is. Here I am. <laughs> it is so nice to meet you. Thank you for having uh, Roma, Tachi, and uh, Uncle Lloyd on your uh, fine heavy metal podcast. We are excited. Um, We've been fans for a long time, so this is kind of like a dream come true for us. So it's great. Um, um, we are uh, going to do our nice cheesy intro, and then we'll uh, we'll get right in, right into it if that's good with you. That was great. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. This is Matt Thompson from King Diamond, and you're listening to Heavy Metal Horror. I am Montag, master of illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. Hey, this is Chopped Up, and this one's going to be traumatizing. And you are watching and listening to Heavy Metal Horror. Oh, kitties. Tonight... We've got a spectacular show. 
You will not believe who's here. Tonight we have the head of Troma Films, the one and only Lloyd Kaufman. Oh, he's going to serenade us. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Heavy Metal Horror, Lloyd. Thank you so much for being on today. Well, look at this. Right, Clarinet, on a Sunday, Sunday, spiritual Sunday on <laughs> Heavy Metal Podcast. <laughs> well, thank you for the serenade. Um, we are really excited <laughs> to have you on, and um, we are more than excited to talk about your brand new movie coming out. And um, yeah, this, that was a masterpiece, I have to say. Well, this is not uh, a clarinet concert. I thought I was <laughs> holiday in in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm not supposed to go on in five minutes. <laughs> Wait a minute, folks. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, my intellectual uh, heavy metal glasses. It's like a wall behind me. Oh, oh, There's Toxie. There he is. <laughs> Very lifelike. Uh, Lloyd, uh, you know, thanks again for coming on. And I'm just going to start with some, some big picture questions. Um, what's the first movie you fell in love with? Well, I think that's about all the time we have for today. <laughs> this was a great <laughs> Well, that's more time than we thought we'd have, so we're pretty happy. Thanks for coming on. More wise. I've never been more intelligent. Uh, what was the I fell in love with? Now, yeah. I can tell you the movie that, uh, uh, the movie that caused me to uh, make my decision to give to you, people in the dark, uh, what I have to, to create, uh, was a movie by Ernst Lubitsch, uh, who was one of the greatest filmmakers of all time came from Austria, uh, thanks to the Nazis, we got him. And uh, he made a movie called To Be or Not To Be with Jack Benny. Jack Benny, I think 1945 or something. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that movie at the Yale University Film Society, uh, that pushed me over the line into, okay, I'm going to do this. This is such an amazing movie. And there were only about two people in the auditorium, too. Yeah. They watched, they wanted psychedelia, they didn't want to see it. Beautifully scripted, crazy, but perfectly uh, disciplined movie that they wanted to see. LSD and Strawberry Statement, youth movies that have instantly forgotten. Not like the Toxic Avenger of a Poofy Guy's no. Night of the Chicken. That's right. No, those would never be forgotten. They're like an STD. You couldn't get rid of them if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> um so is is to be or not to be is that your is that your favorite movie or is there another one that you would say this is my favorite movie i wouldn't say it's my favorite movie but uh it's certainly you know i oops, i do remember that if you read my very first book uh, uh written by james gunn um you uh, the first book i wrote written by james gunn at any rate it uh talks about how 
I made the decision watching to be or not to be there. It was as easy as going to the uh, refrigerator and pulling out a beer and sitting in the lazy boy, uh, you know, just, it was, just was. Just yeah. That decision made on the spur of the moment, thanks to Jack Benny, uh, Carol Lombard, and Robert Stack. So if you want to blame somebody for trauma, go to Ernst Lubitsch's graves and uh, Stack and uh, the others and urinate. Is, They're is, full of the trauma here. Is Lubitsch your favorite director, or, or would you say you had another one besides yourself, that is? I, think, I don't do, uh, I don't like to make lists. Okay. I think the film, and it is a good question, I don't mean to be stupid uh, oh. in my DNA. The, the film that I think uh, probably moved me the most, and again, with, you know, I'm 76 years old, so we're, we're going back over 50 years. You know, I've, been, I've been making a failed cinema for over 50 years, gentlemen. And, uh, but the movie that really knocked me out, which I saw right after graduating from Yale, I think it was at the uh, so-called Museum of Modern Art. Um, there was a movie called uh, uh, Princess Yang Gui Fei by, um, by um, uh, Mizuguchi, Japanese John Ford, they called him. Uh, and uh, that, that's a powerful movie, Princess Yang Gui Fei. I only saw it once because I didn't want, it was, it was uh, if there is such a thing as a religious I think I had it during that movie. Uh, and um, so I think for me, that might have been the most moving of all. And the end, well, it's, it's influenced my so-called oeuvre, but at the end of Tromeo and Juliet, when Shakespeare laughs, uh, spoiler alert, um, uh, I, that was a direct uh, lift from uh, Princess Yanguay Faye, the ending that Miss Gucci has in this movie. Okay. Although uh, my movie is nearly, nearly sublime. When you look up Mizuguchi, when you look up Princess Yanguay Fei in the dictionary, you get the, the words sublime. I'd say that's the best way to define sublime. Mizuguchi. Mizuguchi. Excellent. Is, is that among... What? Sorry, I know no, I, I didn't mean to talk over you. Um, I was just going to ask if that was like a movie that you wished you had directed or is there one that you think like, Oh, I, I wish I could have done this movie. Again, a very provocative question. I think if I, I think, you know, I think I came along a little too, I think I would have been better making movies in the slapstick uh, kind of, uh, you know, working with the, I would have liked to work with Chaplin and Keaton mm -hmm. and, uh, Stone Cops and the Three Stooges, yeah. and I mean they were again. We have hilarious people today, but I, I, I like the improvisational. Uh, both it's kind of yin and yang because clearly Buster Keaton planned out his amazing shots and stunts, but also you can't help thinking there was an awful lot of kind of improv and unexpected things that went on on the set that were manipulated into uh, wonderful entertainment. Kind of. And of course, going on, we still have these hilarious uh, movies like Gangs of New York and slapstick movies like uh, Nomad, uh, Nomad. Uh, or how about the, the, the love, what is it? The love of the dog? What's the thing called? The, something of the dog. Power <laughs> of the dog. <laughs> Talk about a dog of a movie. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I grew up watching the Three Stooges and Laurel and Hardy and and Buster Keaton. You know, there is something to the precision of his stunts that are incredibly dangerous. You know, because he's hanging off of buildings and timing things incredibly, uh, you know, precisely. Um, could have died at any number of times, but I think the Three Stooges for me embodied comedy. You know, that slapstick, um, and then just there's a talking of sublime i think the laurel and hardy kind of push that boundary by breaking the fourth wall you know hardy looks at the camera and just mm, you know there's uh something beautiful about that jack benny does it a lot too yeah i i love jack benny's radio show i listen to i listen to the radio old radio programs and i've i've got maybe uh a couple thousand on my computer um and i just i just they're hysterical it's a comedy that that's brilliant and sharp and witty and, and fast. Um, and you just don't kind of see that kind of comedy too much these days. Well, people, uh, I don't think people are as well read perhaps as they were uh, back in my day when people actually read books and. Uh, Excuse me. Sorry about that. That's okay. We just dropped. He just lost. He just oh, did he? dropped the signal. Yeah. Oh, damn. I was going to ask him. Uh, well, I'll wait until he comes back. Yeah. Pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be able to get back on easily. Yeah. I, I do wish he had like a, a headset or something with his audio, be a little less echoey, you know, reverby, but you know. I did bring up already uh, meeting him, 2018, and he remembered me. He remembered that. Well, that's excellent. I said, uh, I said, well, I'll, I'll bring it up again in the show because I want to definitely reflect on that. But that was really cool. Yeah, he nice. Remembered that and remembered me on it. I'm like, wow, that's good. Yeah, I didn't mean to take off. Uh, my Matt Foreman sometimes hits me, and I had like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom like right now. Um, but, I, had, uh, I had to take off. I had to silence the dogs. Yeah, the dogs. I the I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> My boys, stop. Uh, well, hopefully he'll he'll be able to get back on. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. He's definitely entertaining, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Brought up clarinet. Um, that's funny. That's funny. Oh, we're getting serenaded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. I um yeah, I hope nothing like happened. Like, you know. Yeah. We'll find out. Well, I mean, we're here. You know, hopefully he'll come yeah. on and worst case scenario, we can reschedule for another another show, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, looking forward to uh talking more with him oh there we go welcome back 
Well, I don't know the fucking Russians. They just won't leave me alone. <laughs> they love you. That's what it is. Because I'm a Jew, I got a lot of money. But they won't. <laughs> I, I think they're jealous of all the boobs you have surrounding you in your movies. That must be it. Yeah. I'm having a very intellectual discussion, and now you have lowered the talking about boobs. Bad word. Word is love pillow. Love pillows. <laughs> love pillows. Yes. That's my favorite way to sleep. You know, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for, for getting back on. Um, next time that the Russians come in, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll try and take care of them for you. Um, so uh, we were, we were talking a little bit about, um, who are we talking about? I don't know, but let's just we'll we'll start something else. Um, there was a pretty good Cold War movie called uh, "The Russians Are Coming." The Russians are coming, something like that. I think it was right. with, or it was with a, a good comedian. Uh, yeah, it was a dark comedy. It was kind of, it might be good to watch it now and uh, remake it. Uh, the Ukrainians are not coming. Yeah, that's a that's a messed up situation there. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there. It's ugly, you know. I, I used to uh, I used to be an English teacher, and in the library there was a, a a girl who worked there. She was from Ukraine, and then I was tutoring uh, a Russian student who I think was a spy. I swear to God. Um, and so I the the I would go to the desk to talk with the Ukrainian girl, and she goes, "What well, are you?" tutor that russian bitch <laughs> i go because they're paying me um oh she they she hated her that was um that was kind of nice to see that firsthand you know i think that uh, uh, russia when they conquer ukraine aren't they going to have a, a 44 million people who hate them they did it in afghanistan i don't think it was a huge success for them no it wasn't a big success american uh, control of amazon i mean of uh, afghanistan we knew how to handle Afghanistan. <laughs> right, just like Vietnam, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Again, too. Yeah, Dick Cheney needs, uh, you know, needs some more money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's talk about something good and fun. Uh, let's talk about trauma. Um, what was it that made you want to start a company like Trauma? You know, and, and and how did you want it to be different from other horror, horror comedy uh, film companies? Well, uh, uh, you clearly understand trauma very well. Um, uh, we don't make horror films. We make trauma movies like you have discerned. And um, uh, we like comedy. That's basically what we do, satire. But we yeah. happen to have uh, a cuisine art of genres in our movies, uh, hence uh, comedy, Satire, social satire, sex, head squashings, dismemberment. We have everything in there. Uh, and the most important thing is, of course, we have something to say. So uh, yes. with uh, this movie, hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. Yes. <laughs> you want me to put a mask on? Uh, okay? Sure. I'll just, I'll just put my – I'm six feet away, so we're good. <laughs> um, right, right. Well, you know, we can talk about Shakespeare's Shitstorm. Um, I, I watched it yesterday, and uh, 
I just thought, oh my god, this was this is fantastic because, like I said, I've been a fan of Troma. I mean, since well, Toxic Avenger was like one of the first ones that really stood out for me, um, and um, but I've just you know, Tromeo and Juliet, and I thought the way you wove in not only bringing in Shakespeare as a character, but the Tempest and Midsummer Night's Dream, and then all the kind of social awareness, I thought was just brilliant. It was just a really fun movie. Thank you. Where did you see it? Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Oh, at, at here, I, um, Rocco uh, sent me a link to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that we would know about it, because I, he said you want to, you're, you're going to be doing a premiere in April, and uh, so I wanted to make sure we talked about it so that you could, you know, get the word out there and let people know where this, what this movie is, and and where they're going to be able to find it and see it. Uh, the, the, the correct title is hashtag. You have to put the hashtag on because part of the film is uh, concerned with the world of uh, social media. So hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm. Which means that uh, a lot of theaters don't like the title. They don't want to play it. Well, they don't like the word Shakespeare. I think that's what it is. Right. (laughs) Too highfalutin for people. You know? Yes. Um, I I laughed aloud. I mean, there were so many things I was laughing at uh, with this, Lloyd. I mean, uh, Entitlementia. I thought, oh, my God, this is just fucking brilliant. Um, And Safe Spatia. And and, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is beautiful. And then I had to say... Um, you do play one sexy bitch, just letting you know, you know, <laughs> um, so, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there's your compliment. Um, <laughs> if I have to go to prom, I'm asking you, um, so harvest dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now trauma is known for its subtlety, <laughs> so, which you certainly have in hashtag Shakespeare's shit. So. Uh, it's as un-PC and uh, um, perfectly offensive as anyone could expect from a trauma movie. I, I, I think my favorite, one of my favorite scenes, I think, is the whale shitting. You know, I mean, just minutes of whales just shitting on people. Um, and this kind of beautiful nod to The Shining. Um, I thought that was just a, a really beautiful scene. It was very touching. When I saw the whales shitting in uh, Kubrick's movie, I, I just had to pay tribute to that. <laughs> there are so many scenes of whales shitting in his movie. Uh, 2001, A uh, Shit Odyssey, I think that might be one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. It does. And uh, I like that you, that you have a, you're singing in this movie. A lot, you know, this, this is a musical, you know. Mm-hmm. It's right up there, you know, with... with um, What's the big one? Uh, West Side Story. West Side Story and, and Hamilton, I think. Maybe. But uh, Shakespeare always had songs in, uh, well, not always, but most of his plays. I think he always had some songs in uh, his plays. So I uh, put in some music in my version of The Tempest. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Shitstorm. That's right. Right. With the, the ship NATO, you know, the spinning tornadoes. Um, and I, th- I think really, my... uh, it, it's a little known fact that originally the shining was called the shitting. And um, in England, it was called the shiting. And then yes. they changed it to the because huh. the film festival would not take that film with the word shit in it. And lo and behold, uh, uh, my film has been rejected at uh, pretty much 
about every festival. That's that's really a shame because they're missing out, you know. And Let's I back. Let Oliver Stone would be selling shoes if it wasn't for me. I discovered Oliver. Right, well, and and James Gunn. James Gunn, you know, who's really, really big now. Got to start with you and and um... James Gunn. James Gunn is is um, uh, issuing forth the Trauma School of Filmmaking. I don't think Oliver Stone did much with it. No, hmm. no. What's it? What's Oliver Stone but, done lately? Ray yeah. Parker and Max. Uh, very trauma. This stuff is yeah. very much tradition. And uh, Eli Roth. Uh, Jackson started with the Death by Temptation, which I didn't direct, but I think that's our best movie. Uh, a lot of famous people, no question about it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's amazing how many famous people we have uh, birthed and how uh, underground we are. Pretty interesting. It's a pity we don't have more independent underground movie studios to create genuine talent instead of uh, the bullshit talent that's coming right. out of the uh, whatever we have now <coughs> well with with netflix and um you know they're 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 kind of the indie studio that has enough money to do something good um you know most indie movies just don't they just don't have the money they you know to do anything with it but um you know i i've made three movies in my own company uh they're they're not up to your par you know there's not enough gore maybe in the first one but but no boobies so you know but um sadly but they're comedies and they're certainly inspired by you by trauma um because i love the mixing of the genres the horror and the comedy i think it works really well when you have a comedy with a lot of gore i think that's a, that's just a great combination you know and uh, can you send uh, maybe send uh match your movies or see you know we have a platform they're very successful Troma Now app, uh, Troma Now television. So you can get the app for free and then you can watch uh, Troma movies, a thousand movies on Troma Now, the uh, hot oh. new platform. Nice. Or That's excellent. You can see everything. Uh, you, you won't see the latest movies because we try to put them in a few theaters. And the Museum of the Moving Image, by the way, has uh, selected uh, hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm to have a on premiere night, April 8th in New York. Uh, so um, it's, the film doesn't get much. Uh, I think most of the film festivals are afraid of it. But not the Museum of the Moving Image. They That's good. Well, they, they don't know what they're missing out on. Um, I have to say the writing is so good in this one. Uh, I, my, favorite, my favorite line is, when you have the power to stop diarrhea, everybody wants to suck your dick. I mean, I think you, I mean, you've said it all there, right? Yeah. Well, I must give credit to Brandon Basson, uh, who, who wrote this uh, with help from Shakespeare and uh, Gabe Friedman and me. Uh, but um, he, he's a good writer. And I produced his latest film called uh, uh, The Final Beginning, Slashing Part Two. And uh, he and I are going to make another movie together that he will write and direct. Uh, he's very, very talented. I think he's the next uh, James Gunn. You know, he's a, he's funny. He's bitter. He's a good guy. You know, he's he's got that trauma spirit. That's it. You need <laughs> that. Um, you know, like you said, you were you were wanting to say something, and I liked how you were taking on you know Big Pharma, 
dealing with the opioid crisis um, and this the sense of entitlement. I love the snowflake signal. That just made me laugh hysterically. <laughs> um, and you know, ultimately, it's this tale of revenge. I mean, who doesn't want revenge? I mean, that's the Prospero. That's the, the Tempest part coming out. But um, but then you have the, the the message at the end, you know, like this is all about perspective. You know, can you just can you just not take everything so fucking seriously, please? Can right. we have we forgotten how to laugh? And I uh, think I think movies like this are what we need, Lloyd, too, because so many of us have just forgotten. Just man, let it go. Just just relax and have fun, you know? Yeah, let that shit go, right? <laughs> Don't keep looking over your back behind you. I think people are very worried about what other people say. My wife, who was the New York commissioner for 20 years and president of the New York Junior League uh, for four years, uh, she, she's concerned with what people say. <laughs> she didn't like the title. She's one of the producers. She did not like the title, hashtag Shakespeare Shitstone. And I think she's probably right. But, uh, you know, 30 years from now, uh, they'll remake it. The Toxic Avenger, nobody liked that. Here it is. They're spending a billion dollars on the, the latest uh, reimagining out in Hollywood. A big, big movie with uh, all sorts of big stars like uh, Elijah Wood and, and Kevin Bacon and Taylor Page. Peter Dinklage? That's right, Peter yeah, Dinklage. Right. Yeah, he's a movie. I just saw a wonderful movie he's in. Uh, in uh, uh, called. Cyrano. Uh, 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 Cyrano. Yeah, the remake of Cyrano. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was. I was going to see that because I. I just love him as an actor. I think he's a brilliant actor. Um, so. Yeah, I'm he's looking forward. Beautiful. To voice too. Cyrano that he's in is a musical and uh, it's lovely, absolutely beautiful. Oh, that's it was great. A play, I think the play was written by uh, Dinklage's wife, uh, and it was successful in London. And then uh, this famous uh, English uh, director made it really nice. Yeah, you know, I'd heard about that, and I think she she asked him to do Cyrano, and he didn't want to. Um, and then she just kind of said, well, read the script. Whereas when she wrote it, she was writing, she wanted him to play. And he's like, no, why? You know, but then, uh, you know, he's married to her and I think he liked the script and um, I think it suits him. I think he's going to bring an amazing performance to it. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I hope that it really is a wonderful film and I hope it gets the proper attention because uh, when we went to that festival, my wife is on the board of Hampton Festival Everybody was uh, the the media. The people in the theater didn't care for it, but the media went bananas on uh, the power of the dog. And yeah, Cyrano uh, was in that same festival, and everybody loved it. And I hardly hear anything in the media about Cyrano. God damn it! Let's go! Come on! Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to seeing it. You know, it, the the trailers all look wonderful. You know, so um, great film. We get the word out. It's a All wonderful right. film. Better let's go, let's go see Cyrano. We're going to go see hashtag Shakespeare's that storm and then Cyrano, right? Mm-hmm. A bad double bill, not a bad <laughs> double bill. That's right. That's right. Uh, which, if you could, if you could think of all, all your creative endeavors, what one creative endeavor are you most proud of? Uh, well, 
I think what I'm most proud of is I've been married to the same woman and managed not to uh, get rid of her, not to you know make her leave. Uh, and also I've had the same partner, Michael Harris, for 50 years. Uh, I think I'm proud of that. And the fact that Tron was here for 50 years, it's historic. I don't believe there's been any independent movie studios that have, uh, uh, I don't want to say prospered, but have existed for 50 years. Um, uh, you know, so uh, I, I think I'm just proud of the general family, partner, studio uh, history. And then as far as the best uh, movie, I'd say uh, hashtag Shakespeare's Excellent. Found in my life. <coughs> yeah, I think I hashtag. Like Prospero, I wanted to be old like Prospero. Otherwise, I would have shot the Shakespeare shitstorm back when we did Romeo and Juliet. But I wanted to be able to really feel Prospero. Sure. You liked it, so I did. I did. I. I. It was. It was hysterical. It was gross. Uh, it was. It was plenty. Everything. I was funny. Um, I thought it was really witty and uh satirical and um you know i mean this, this toward the end the last like 10 minutes where everything is just kind of just going it's just a clusterfuck of craziness you know where you got the giant penis <laughs> just ejaculating everywhere and the, the chicken you know just fucking the little brains out of someone. you know it's just like oh oh my god this is just so good this is so good yeah well, now nobody has to see the movie. You've told the whole story. <laughs> I can cut that out if you want one of the share. It's worth seeing. Yes. Okay, don't worry. You 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 said it better than the movie. So I would say <laughs> we're more Oh, it it is. I am I'm so grateful. Um that we had a chance to screen it, you know, before today. So I, I'm I'm just I'm just great about that. Um let me point out that the reason that Troma is somewhat successful is thanks to our fans, people like you. Really, we're fan fueled. It's it's people like you. Um, I don't. When I say underground, I'm proud of being in the underground. But we in the underground, we we help each other and sustain art, and that's why so many great artists uh, were not recognized in their uh, lifetime. Right? Sadly, but so, I, I well. Trauma has been part of my life for over 40 years. So yeah, you know, I, I totally understand. Um, I, I get that. And uh, so I, I, I haven't seen everything. Um, there are, there are a few that are, that are for harder to find, at least for me, what's out there now, but uh, everything I've seen, I'm like, Oh, cause it just has, there's a, it's like a, there's a, there's a feel to these movies that is is raw and i like that kind of gonzo filmmaking but it's earnest you know and and it's it's uh, heartfelt and it's funny and it's in your face and it's 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 a it's like a punch sometimes and i i kind of i think there's it's so refreshing to watch that as opposed to some of the the garbage that comes out of mainstream hollywood you know well, thank you. You clearly get Troma's uh, attitude and our, uh, our work. And uh, there is a Troma school of filmmaking. You know, uh, there's people, three generations of people out there who are uh, making movies and other forms of art that uh, have come through our company and have been uh, uh, proud of uh, maintaining the Troma the style uh, and uh, 
wit in, in and around the youth-oriented elements that might change the world just a touch. That's good. Uh, I say keep it going. You know, we need more. We need more ballsy filmmakers. You know, who are just going to like, there aren't enough middle fingers for me to give, you know, for people who uh, are naysayers. That's what I say. Like, look, if you, if you can make a better movie, go do it. You know, this is, you want to have fun and watch something entertaining with your friends. Uh, you're going to have a hell of a good time watching these movies. They really are. Send you movies. Maybe they can get on to uh, Troma TV, to uh, Troma Now platform. Troma Now. Yeah, Troma Now. That's right. Get out there. Troma Now. And it's a it's an app for our phone. Yes, coming out. It's free. You go to go buy, uh, get the app, but you don't need. You can just send your movie to Rocco. I'd love to look at it anyway. Yeah, I'll be happy and, to uh, send my movies to you. Yeah, do and uh, the the um, first month is free on Troma now, so you can see uh, if you have a lot of time, you can see a thousand different things uh, and then cancel. Yeah, but there are uh, literally ninety nine percent of our subscribers who start with the free month, they stick. They love it. They love it. Yeah. And the word of mouth, Rupert Murdoch, he can't buy word of mouth, right? <laughs> That's right. Good. You can't buy it. So hence, uh, I don't think West Side Story uh, by Steven Spielberg uh, may be, do I don't think it's doing that well because of word of mouth. It certainly spent $200 million on advertising. It, so it ain't that. It's an unnecessary it's remake. Yeah. You know, like why, why, why remake this movie? It doesn't make any sense. You know? Well, still, yes, so, uh, yeah, why remake The Tempest? <laughs> like well, you're, who's you're, well, I think Shakespeare would have liked your Tempest mm -hmm. because, you know, he was writing for the masses and he was, he's not afraid to put in jokes that were filthy. You know, like it, in, in, uh, in Hamlet, he's making references, you know, nothing. He's making references to Ophelia's, you know, vagina. Um, so, you know, I think he would have had a, would have loved Shakespeare's hashtag Shakespeare's shit show. He would have had a great time with it. Get me to a nunnery, he said. Exactly. Right? Nunnery, nunnery and whorehouse were interchangeable. In right. Time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I used to teach that to my students and I would like to fill them in on all these things. You know, I don't know if they were impressed or not, but still they need to learn some Shakespeare so that they can watch this movie and get the references. You know, exactly. The Tempest is uh, 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 my favorite Shakespearean play because it's it's totally druggy. It's very entertaining. It's got a monster. All the world loves a lover. It's got lovers. M magic. Uh, how how can you not? Uh, at least someone of my ilk. Uh, it's perfect for me. Yeah. Right. Lost power. It's all about the loss of power and uh, banishment and. Uh, you know, I've lived Prospero's life, uh, banished mm -hmm. to deeper and deeper into the uh, underground, right? Right. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't had a write-up in the New York Times since 1980. And 1980, the Toxic Avenger hadn't even been made. Right. Was that for Mother's Day? With all that we've done, seven books, a hundred movies, you know, we produced a hundred movies probably. Uh, and all, uh, the Troma Dance Film Festival, all the famous yeah. people, Dr. Gavendon, all this stuff. And, and uh, we got more major media attention when there were uh, a dozen New York newspapers. <laughs> now we get none. <laughs> so thank you. 
thank you heavy metal podcast <laughs> yeah this is our pleasure uh we are we are having a great time um and i i, I don't I don't know how much long you have. I don't want to keep you all day. I, I want to make sure you have time for other, other media, but um, because we'll, we'll ask you questions as long as you want to stay, you know, well, I, I oh, in about uh, six minutes, but what six about uh, some time if you like, what was that last part? It broke up. We could do, uh, I've got to go in about six minutes, okay. but we could do another session. Uh, if you haven't lost all your fans. By oh, now. no, no, no. Uh, we would love another session. Yes. Um, yes. Let's let's let Rocco Z know and uh, I'll be there. Oh, that's so generous yeah. of you. So Thank kind. You. Um, that's very exciting. Yeah. Well, let me just ask you a few kind of oddball questions and then and then we'll we'll let you get out of here. Um, let me ask you one second. Sure. Where are you? Where are you We're in the west of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, we're we're Cleveland area, mm-hmm. so right all of Northern Ohio. Yeah. Cedar Lee, uh, the Cedar Lee. Yeah, in Cleveland, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a great theater. Well, then, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, actually, well, you know, the- go ahead. Sorry, <coughs> uh, my friend uh, Dave, um, you you actually came to Elyria, Ohio, to do a screening of Poultry Geist. And my friend was had the he was only he had the company that kind of brought you in. You did a screening. Um, you know, we talked about it. You did a Q and A session, and uh, so that was my first time actually like seeing you in person and meeting. You know, at at the screening of Poultry Geist. So that was that was kind of awesome. So, um, yeah. We'll bring back Shakespeare's Shitstorm, and uh, by then the Toxic Avenger remake will be out, and uh, or at least there'll be more noise about it. Right. And uh, you know they. So at some point they're going to start doing publicity. Yes. Uh, so I think just time to show a trauma movie, and I'll come out to Cleveland. I love Cleveland. Uh, Rock Excellent. and Roll Hall of Fame. Asian there. Yeah. Well, this would be awesome. Um, this would be more than wonderful. Absolutely. So, okay. A couple more questions. Who's your favorite cartoon character? Oh, what? Your favorite cartoon yeah. character? <coughs> Daffy Duck, by far. Nice, excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, your muffling in here and muffling in here. <laughs> now, for as many movies as you've seen and made, what is your favorite movie snack? Thing that you like to eat while watching movies? Uh, uh, if you don't include uh, certain drugs that I took in the 60s. Uh, <laughs> not in bourbon, probably. Although I, I do enjoy those, uh, the Alamo draft houses are great. They have fried pickles, delicious. And their pizza's great. And uh, and uh, the Nighthawk uh, in Brooklyn, I shouldn't be promoting them because they, uh, they don't give us enough screen time. But uh, it's a great theater and the food is terrific, too. So uh, that they... they Somehow the Alamo and Nighthawk and these skaters with the, uh, where you get the food, the waiter brings you, or the waiter person brings you the food. Uh, they've done a good job, and the food is great. Good. So uh, I think that's probably the nicest way to do it. A big screen, uh, people um, eating and drinking, and that way they can't talk during the movie. Right. <laughs> or be on their cell phones. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But if you are going to be on your cell phone, go to the Troma app, Troma Now, and you can watch Troma movies. All you want. Thank you. 
Yes. Uh, before we go, can, would it be too much to ask for you to do a bumper for us? Like this is your uncle Lloyd uh, from Trauma Films and you are watching and listening to Heavy Metal Horror. Would that be okay? You got it. I'll be happy to do it right now. Thank you. Uh, give me a... Greetings from Tomoville. I'm Lloyd Kaufman, president of Tom Entertainment and creator of George Clooney. When I feel, you know, well, I could watch something really profound, really amusing, educational. The Toma team and I, we like to kick back and watch heavy metal horror podcast because, uh, you know, when we're not making those movies like Tromeo and Juliet and hashtag Shakespeare's Shitstorm and, and Class of Newcomb High, there's nothing else in the world for us except that heavy metal podcast. Say it with me. Heavy metal horror Okay. Thank you, Montag and Chapman. Thank, thank you so you, much, Mr. Coffin. Thank you. I'm just going to do my, my outro. And if you want to join us for our outro, you can bring up your horns. Yeah. Hey, you can find Heavy Metal Horror on unsaintradio.com. Listen to full episodes or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word. Our YouTube page, if you're watching, you're on it. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And if you know someone who'd like us, Tell them about us. This has been Montag, Master of Illusion, and Chop Top, and Lloyd Kaufman. And you've been watching and listening to Heavy Metal Horror. <laughs> oh thank you so much thank you so much lloyd um it has been a joy i'll send some movies to rocco and yes whenever you would like to come back on you're welcome anytime we would love to have you back on Thank you, and uh, spread the word about hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. Maybe it won't be my last film, but more important, keep uh, keep fighting the good fight. Uh, I will. I don't self- Thank you. Yours as well, and Yours. you stay safe. Thank and, you so uh, much. Take you. care, and and uh, can't wait to uh, see how this movie does for you. All and right. Top top. Be careful out there, top top. Yep. You too, sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. See you in, uh, This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before.